Happy Wednesday. It's Make a Difference, Mama, with Cindy Stallnaker. This is episode number nine, and today we're going to talk a little bit about depression. If you remember last episode, I talked about recovering from brain tumor surgery and all the different complications that I had and how much help I had, and it was wonderful. I had help from my church, and my grandparents came to live with me for a couple of months, and I had some really great memories from that. Um, but I can I want to talk about the depression that followed all of that. And part of this I'm sure had to do with a chemical imbalance. I was on lots of medications and uh getting on and off of those probably messed up my brain quite a bit. But I remember on Christmas Day, um my parents had come to pick up my grandparents and after we did all the celebrating stuff, uh I remember they all left and the next couple of days after that were just sad and weird and I Dan went back to work and I was all alone by myself in the house with a toddler who didn't talk back and um I missed my grandparents I'm I missed all the help <laughs> with with uh taking care of everything and and now I had to do all the cooking and all the cleaning and and I really didn't know how I was supposed to do this and um I I felt guilty because why was I sad? I was alive. God had spared me. I had been through this horrible ordeal and here I was still with my family and it didn't make any sense. Um I realized I probably had a chemical imbalance and so I went to the doctor and um we figured out that I was depressed and so we I we did a couple of things. Um the doctor went ahead and put me on some antidepressants. I wasn't really thrilled about that, but I wanted to I wanted to get better and I wanted to give it a try. And the other important thing that I did was I did my own personal Bible study. And uh I was doing one also at church with some of the ladies, but this one was just for me in addition to that one. And I can't remember the exact name of it. It was something about falling in love with Jesus, something like that. Um and there's one part I want to read to you especially from John 20 uh 10 through 18 and this is after Jesus uh rose from the dead and when he appears to Mary Magdalene. So um John 20 verse 10. Then the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus's body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, "Woman, why are you crying?" "They have taken my Lord away," she said, "and I don't know where they have put him." At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. "Woman," he said, "why are you crying? Who is it that you are looking for?" Thinking he was the gardener, she said, "Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him." Jesus said to her, "Mary." She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, "Rabbi," which means teacher. Jesus said, "Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God." Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, "I have seen the Lord," and she told them all that she had said, all these things that he had said to her. Now, my favorite verse in that passage is verse 
And it's really struck me because Jesus is not just saying, I'm alive now and I'm going back up to my father. He makes a point to tell her that God is her father also. And that God is her God also. So he doesn't just say things from his perspective. He tells her uh, who he is and who God is from her perspective. And I really love that. And I cling to that. And I decided that I was going to tell people I have seen the Lord. And what he meant to me after that. Because he didn't just come and rescue me so I could be alive. He came to rescue me so I could tell the story. And I have, throughout the years, told people here and there, and when it was appropriate, tried to, to give my testimony and 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 such. Um, but the part about depression <laughs> kind of has a funny ending. Um, like I said, we had one daughter, Emma, and she had turned 18 months in the middle of all this craziness. And then, um, you know, I was on antidepressants for a little while. And about a year later, I found out I was pregnant. Now, I really wasn't trying to get pregnant. And the doctors kind of said, well, we don't really know you should get pregnant. Uh, So we were pretty much trying to not get pregnant. But you know, God has other ideas. (laughs) And my depression story pretty much ends with the birth of my son. I had to get off the antidepressants, of course, when I was pregnant. And um, after Evan was born, I didn't need to get back on them again. Whatever chemical imbalance and messed up stuff in my head, that had fixed and um i've said many times god has a sense of humor <laughs> but god knew our family wasn't complete and god knew uh that i needed a rambunctious little boy to help and um i want to leave you with a few things to do if you find yourself in depression i don't necessarily recommend an unexpected pregnancy <laughs> uh like i said that was my story Um, But I want you to understand that I know depression is real. I've been there. And the first thing you need to do is get help. Don't deny it. You need to reach out to a doctor. Reach out to um, some ladies at church. Reach out to someone and get help. Whether that be medication. Whether that be therapy. uh, Or both. Those are both great options. Um, And after you get help. You can learn how to help others. Do you see someone struggling with depression or have an inkling that someone might be struggling with depression? Tell them what helped you. Tell them uh, what you did to get better. Uh, The next thing you need to do is dig deep. Dig deep into the Word of God. Dig deep into the Bible itself and your relationship with Jesus. And that is what saved me is knowing that um god was my god and and jesus 
was my savior. And that Bible study helped me fall back in love with Jesus and make sure I knew that that was my priority. And anytime those ugly thoughts would come back in, I would counter them with Bible stories, Bible verses, or I would just sit down and read the Word. Uh, It's really hard to uh, focus on your depressing thoughts when you're reading the Word of God. So get that out, and those thoughts just have to go away. And also, you need to find out who God is to you. When you're digging in the Bible, when you're digging deep and researching Find out what he means to you. Write it down. And uh, how you can incorporate that into your life. Make it real. It's not just stories on a page. It's not just uh, somewhere you go on Sunday. Your relationship with Christ can help build you and make you into the person God wants you to be. And God doesn't want us to be depressed. And Satan uses that tactic to get us discouraged and to get us distracted. So we need to find out who God is to us and share it. So I hope that um, my story helps you a little bit. Um, And like I said, it's my story. Don't necessarily recommend an unexpected pregnancy, but it's what worked for me. (laughs) So I hope that you can go out and be a blessing this week.